I want you to stop talking and start Start drinking. You're listening to The Modern Drinker. Let's drink! You guys to be amazing tonight, so start drinking. Let's do it, Now. All right, we can do it now. Why not? It is the Modern Drinker Show right here on iHeartRadio. 703 in the Mile High City. Greg Holland back. Noodles. Jay Parker. Okay, tell the story. So uh, we were at Greg's uh, First of all, why house. do you have to pop off like this all the time to where I have to put you back? Oh, yeah, in to put, you have to put yeah. me in check. Uh, I'll give you the cliff. Brandon, note. wait till you hear this story. Uh, right? I'll, I'll, yeah, this uh, is classic guy story. So uh, Greg and I are at his house and we're talking about whatever, you know, chopping it up. And uh, he said, I've recently lost some weight over the past year or so. You know, I used to be a heavier, heavier guy. Uh, carried 60 well. pounds. That's a good clip, man. Good yeah, for no, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, thank you. Uh, uh, great. And so while we're sitting there, he looks over and he gives me the, the you know, your guy friendly. He's like, uh, you lost 50 pounds of muscle. He's like, <laughs> he said, well, he said something, but he's specific to the arms. And he's like, hey, look at your little arms, you know? And I was like, you know, and it's like, listen, I'm not a muscly guy or anything like that, you know, but I'm also not the worst looking body in the world, I guess. Not uh, like Greg, you know, it looks like he needs help getting dressed in the morning, right? You know, so it's I like, love so, I, so I think right away and I'm like, uh, hey, listen, I said, uh, if you want to go. You let me know, and I'm referencing arm wrestling, and you know guys have that you know that relation where you, he, we both know what we're talking about. He's like, uh, I don't think you want to do that, you know. I'm like, I'm like, hey, listen, you're gonna call me out. Let's let's go. I said, you don't. He says, uh, all right. So we get up and we go into the, into his kitchen. And I said one condition he, though, Brandon. If you no, lose, he, he makes he makes no no. You said a dollar bet. I said I'm not. I, yeah, I don't I walk across the room for a dollar. All right, I need some kind of humiliation or something. You know. So so I said, listen, if I beat you at arm wrestling, uh, you have to openly tell everybody that I'm stronger than you. That's, okay, all. Well, That's all I want. He did. He did say that, but that wasn't the bet. I was like, let's make a dollar bet. But it's neither here nor there. That's one of yours. Uh, but regardless, right? So uh, we go in and we have, he has this kitchen counter where it's like a little thing. So I'm on this side. He's on that side. He beats me. Right now, I don't know about you and, and your girlfriend's here. I'd love for her to wait. To look at Greg and myself standing next to each other, you would think automatic that I would best him in anything physical at all, right? Not the case. Jay, now why do you say that? Why, why do you say that? The, the same the people reason. People don't look at the, you and the, think, well, you're no, I know. me at anything. No, oh, yeah. I can sure outrun you. I can Oh, out- I don't know about that. Okay. I mean, we'll probably have to go down the line and, and do these over time and figure out, you know, what. I'm fine the with The question is, do you guys want to go right now? <laughs> yeah. No, I would yeah. lose. I'm, I'm pretty sure I would lose, you know. I, I don't and, lose, Brandon. It's weird. So he'll tell you. No, it, it is It is weird. He's like freaky strong. That's, that's my whole point is to look at. Have you ever seen that, that South Park episode where that kid was genetically <laughs> oh, modified geez. and it had a big head and it was running around town smashing cars and stuff? That's Greg. And if I, when, as soon as I figure out the name of that kid, I'll call him that just so I can give him. I've been calling him Shrek lately because okay. it's Ogre Strong. But he's strong. He's so a lot stronger than he looks. So we're done with it. Not, I'm, I'm over it. It's like I knew what I knew what was going to happen. It happened. And he's in denial. You know, I was I was he's in like, shock. I, not denial. He's like, I want a rematch. And we haven't gotten to what the bet was yet. It was a dollar. Well, I say the bet was a dollar. He says you have to tell people when brought up that you're str- that I'm stronger than you. And I said, okay, which I'm doing. In fact, I'm giving him more accolades and calling him freaky strong. Yeah, it's, you at know, this point it's, you it's, probably distributed this about as far as it can go. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> yeah. So he, he, I said, I'm retired. I'm, I don't need to revisit this arm wrestling thing. And he insisted, and then twice. I thought it boom, was boom, beat him I, again. I thought it was an angle of the kitchen counter. So my brain's trying to do what it can to. So try Brandon, to please you know? don't ever call him Jay Parker. His new name is Noodles. Noodles. I'll be noodles, but Greg has to be Shrek or Bachui Chui Chomp because that's what I remember that that kid on South Park said was Bachui Chui Chomp. I love it. Thanks. I love it. You're drinking the East Coast Transplant. Yeah. We are uh, new. Boy, that was just left field. Hey, listen, somebody enjoyed it. Somebody did. I don't know who, but somebody enjoyed it. And it's a true story. 100% true. Do you like drinking out of the can, Brandon? I do, actually. It kind of depends on the style. So, um, being or, well, you know, most recently moving here from the Northeast and kind of having this emphasis uh, with our company and our brand on this Northeastern style IPA. Um, it's that so is, delicious. Well, you know, it's, it's so delicious. It's something that I actually prefer in the can. Uh, it retains more carbonation if you're not pouring it out, uh, which I think kind of elevates the mouthfeel a bit. 
Um, you, you know, anytime you transfer something from one place to another, you're going to be, you know, you've got heat loss, unless of course you're going to a chilled glass, but please don't do that for the love of God. Um, you know, there's, there's a whole lot of reasons, but, uh, yes, I, to long and short, I prefer drinking like kind of IPAs and stuff like that out of the can, uh, you know, easy drinking stuff out of the can. If I'm going to a concert and just going to drink a tall boy of something, then probably just out of the can. Um, sours, I prefer in a glass things where I think visuals super important. I prefer in a glass. Mm-hmm. Um, but in all honesty, the majority of stuff I drink out of the can. However, that, that kombucha sour that I brought, um, that's one that I would recommend pouring into a glass. I'm going to. Yeah. Uh, that's like, gosh, when you get old, why? it's like you look forward to this. I'm going to go home and I'm going to do this. Well, I don't <laughs> this think that's what I'm going to do. Uh, that's the, what's great about cans. Greg, <laughs> yeah. the, the voice of Brandon Caps, owner, founder, head brewer of New Image Brewing. Mm-hmm. Can I just get something out? Maybe it's an elephant in, in the room. Second, maybe it's but not. 5622 Yukon Street in Arvada. That's right. right. Oh, Arvada. You guys know uh, John Irvin over there? He's yeah. an Arvadian. Gluten, gluten-free things? No, no, actually, well, he will get you in touch with him. Okay. Is it just me? And please, Brandon, don't take this the wrong way because I'm not the first person to say this, right? I could probably guess this get, is what it is. Well, hold on, I'll write it down, and then you and they, hold on, hold on. I know what it is too. You guys know it. Okay, what is it? Uh, probably going to ask me about my age. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, I just wrote down the word young because he just he does seem pretty young to be an owner of a brewery. It's fair yeah. enough. How, do you know Jay very well? So uh, he's going to hate on you because no! he probably thinks you're attractive. Well, I do, and I he do. does this I am, every I am jealous He's like, already, oh, yeah. this guy with blue eyes came in here. He's attractive. I hate him just for that. He probably will take his shirt off in front of people. Oh, I won't. I yeah, hate that's, the shirt. Yeah, that's Matthew McConaughey's thing. Uh, yeah, I hate the shirt off guy. Actually, when I, when I sit here with uh, Brandon Capps, owner, founder, and head brewer, of new image brewing i just see a guy's guy just someone that well, i hang out with you know, i see all day that long. too but come on i'm not the first person to bring it up and i just thought it was what's you know what's, what's wrong with that hey, see, i get that well, a lot too, and that's so. part of my jealousy is rolled into that now it's like what he looks like i'm jealous of that now it's rolled into he obviously has his life way more put together than i did at his age yeah. so you know i just let's talk about your life a little bit it's a journey and it began process engineering job at Anheuser-Busch. I know, right? The evil words to speak in this industry at the moment. But why? Um, I mean, I mean, yes and no, but invaluable experience, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, to answer the original question, I'm 25. Uh, when I started New Image, technically I was 23, I think. 25? See, I couldn't I'd grab, be proud of that. Uh, You're proud of that, aren't you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Of course. So I there you too. go. At 25, I couldn't grab my ass with both hands. No. <laughs> I couldn't do anything. No, I couldn't. I'm still working it. on that. Really? Yeah. You're still trying to figure that one out? <laughs> so you're um, an entrepreneur, you're a businessman, you're, and you're somebody who's educated as well, huh? Figuring it out day by day. But yeah, so, uh, you know, pretty young. Um, and for a few reasons, you know, I it really... Uh, so my dad was an entrepreneur, um, is an entrepreneur. He uh, started a software business a long time ago. And it's not like, you know, a huge Apple kind of software business, but he's done well for himself. And, uh, you know, as a kid... He invented Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. No I, big deal. I don't know if I would be here right now. If <laughs> yeah, you would. Yeah, like, uh, by the way, I own this building, uh, ironically. Didn't even realize it. on that, uh, right. that joke or parody, Privileged mm-hmm. Sons Brewery. Um, I really... <laughs> your branding, your your... Delicious tasting beer. It all just stands out. How many of these cans, first of all, did you purchase? Because now you're going to put that Brewers Association thing on the independent thing. So, you know, actually, I mean, right now in inventory, we have a, you know, 10, 20, 30,000, something like that. I I can't really time to sell. Well, we go, that's like, you know, a week worth of backlog. So, oh, yeah, totally. Talk about your model of is it heavy tap room, heavy distribution? So, um, Man, we're bouncing around a lot here, but uh, yeah. So with our ADD, model, man. it's interesting go because we really started out uh, heavily focused on retail. So we're actually a brew pub, um, which means we're a full restaurant as well. That's so amazing. Uh, we and and I, this is my first ever restaurant endeavor. Um, we do food, cocktails, beer, wine, guest beer as well. So not only are we managing being a brewery, we're also managing standard industry margins for food, uh, front of house, back of the house, all that stuff. The food's kind of like a loss leader, though, right? I mean, that's one of those things where hopefully they're going to keep drinking our delicious beer that, for all intents and purposes, is water and some grain. <laughs> and uh, the food is really expensive and not... You know, actually, I would venture to say that for what it is, we're one of the more affordable options because, um, you know, we... 
we started out with kind of an attitude that like, you know, Colorado as a brew pub, we have to have 15% revenue for food, which actually we're closer to like 33, 35. Hey, really? Um, yeah. Good for you. And uh, it, at some point it, it turned into like, you know what, actually where we are in Arvada, especially um, people are really more interested in restaurants. Um, at least at this stage of the game, this kind of gets into where I was going with your first question, which is what, what is our model? What, what was our model when we first opened was being, and it still is, we've always been 100% focused, number one, on being a brewery. You know, we, we came here to brew beer. We came here to matter in the beer scene. And I, I hate to say it, but a lot of brew pubs are kind of infamous for mailing in the beer side. You know, you do your, your golden, your IPA, your brown, your stout. You cover the bases. You do kind of normal cocktails. And you really push burgers and salads and big menus and really the majority of your income is is based on being a restaurant um and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that i mean i used to spend a hell of a lot of time at places like that um when i lived closer to them but with us one of the things we wanted to do differently in the in the scape of brew pubs was really being focused on a brewery that people were going to seek out for the beer and not just you know people in the neighborhood but people in metro denver people nationally um it's never been it's never been my prerogative to sit back and just kind of like do something um mediocre in fact like sometimes it actually gets kind of annoying as a as a business owner i feel like i want to do things that um people generally only do when they want to lose money with a restaurant um you know by really for, offering something. for example you know just uh trying to really go after super elevated concepts but not outpricing our demographic um, i mean that's a challenge that we run into constantly because we want to push the envelope with our beer. And, and we see this on the wholesale side, too. We really want to push the envelope with our beer. And one thing that's interesting about the Colorado market is it's very, very vast with options for craft beer. And you have a lot of people competing um, on a lot of different levels. And so it becomes challenging because you put something out that's a you know above 10 bucks for a six-pack. And people are like, well, that's crazy. Why would I ever pay that much? You're like, well, it costs about fourfold the amount that it costs to make the thing that is a $10 six pack. Mm -hmm. Um, So the best you can really do is try to suffer through the margins that don't really make sense for the first few years until you can scale to the the level where you're actually able to compete at a, in that price range. So anyway, that's, that's where some of the challenges come in with being a restaurant. You know, one of the things that we do that I would, I would say uh, is, you know, something that we're ethically proud of, but sometimes uh, from a margin standpoint, I kick myself. Um, is that, you know, we have people coming in early every day making fresh, you know, so we focus on kind of a Southwestern street taco style food program. So we make fresh salsas, fresh guacamole every day. All of our chips are uh, made fresh to order. Um, All of our meats are made fresh. So, I mean, we really, really, really were dead set on, we want to have a fresh menu because I'm not only am I a a foodie, but um, I'm someone who like, I grew up really struggled with my weight. I used to be about 75 pounds heavier than I am. So you and Jay have something in common. When, when I, when I go out to eat, especially, and I'm a pretty good cook. So part of it is when I go out to eat, I want it to be better than what I could have made at home for sure. For one. Uh, And two, I just, I don't want it to be some pre-made hot pocket that got dropped in a fryer and someone threw a sauce on it. Yeah, I think we've gotten past that, especially if you really uh, take responsibility and put the onus on that I can eat better foods and source better foods and I don't need to have all the processed foods and fast foods and I can find these things out for myself because I need that and and it it speaks volumes in the long run. I've looked at some of your branding online here and I see a dichotomy here between your brew pub and New Image Brewery itself. So right. you have a couple of different websites. You have one website that's centric to just the beer itself. Right. Right. Then you have another one's to the brew pub. Correct. Uh, I can't get the menu. Yeah, it's something we're working on. Uh, honestly, things have been so nuts. We've grown about 600% in the past couple months. And uh, we just answer people on the phone and shoot them an email. But it actually, it, it goes back to DNS problems with our hosting company selling the domain that we own to somebody else. Wow. And then just, changing yeah, the You never know what goes through all this. You know, in honesty, like, uh, I... My background is electrical engineering, but I'd light on the computer side. And on it's probably something that I could figure out if I wasn't living in a basement for a month while I transition into a new house where I don't have internet, so I can't do anything <laughs> after hours. And Are you talking about the like, real world? Right. Is that where you're living? Is that is that why? Yeah, I mean, it's the real world, right? Stuff's yeah. going on. All right, we have, we yeah, need to break, but I want to find out with a brew pub, are you... Um, 
Are you selling booze? I think the answer oh, yeah. is yes. Absolutely. Yes. And, but it's real interesting. There's a few brew pubs that we've been around to how that all works out and, and how they position things. And I, I want to talk to you about that. I think we have uh, Rocker Spirits coming up for a mm-hmm. few minutes. Have you been to Rocker in Littleton? I have not. I don't get that far south much. Do you like uh, distilleries? Oh, absolutely. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. What's you one of your them. favorite locals? You know, one of my favorite locals is Laws. And I know that um, there's some mixed opinions about them uh, from time to time. Al does it, uh, right? I mean... But it's, I mean, I think it's fantastic. I really like aged spirits and brown spirits. Starting to get an affinity for gin. Um, per the and you're doing some barrel aging yourself, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've uh, we've got some barrels that are actually pushing two years old at this point. It was some of the first stuff that we ever did um, when we were actually still contract brewing up in Fort Collins. Um, but we put, the first batch we ever did went straight into barrels. And that was two and a half, or two and a half years ago. Yeah, and so we're actually, um, we've released. That's great portions of that batch at different intervals release some at six months some at 12 some at 18 and we're going to be waiting until the three-year mark for the last uh release of that very first batch and that's the first batch we ever brewed um but yeah we do actually we do a good bit with barrel aging it was something that i um i actually was known a little bit more for in my previous uh, let's get in all that stuff but see you got time you want to stick around yeah i've got plenty of time cool um Love it. Brandon Caps, owner, founder, and head brewer, New Image Brewing. Uh, one thing Jay and I really hate is having someone on to where we haven't been to your place because we'd like to describe. So we got to get there. That's mm-hmm. on our short list. We have to get down there. Definitely. And see you in Arvada. Farvada, as some people call it. With all the Arvadians. Do they call it Farvada? <laughs> they do, which is ridiculous to me because people actually act like Littleton's closer than Arvada. And I'm like, have you driven from yeah. downtown to, yeah. to Old Town? It's like 10 minutes. Yeah, that's right. And there is a highway. I don't know if you ever figured that one. And out. there's a light rail. It's mostly just populated by people that are standing outside <laughs> and right. holding stop signs. But uh, yeah, eventually we hear. Bruce. Unique specialty cocktails, an eclectic menu with items in a casual, industrial-inspired space. Sounds lovely to me, and I bet you can have dogs. Uh, we so yeah, that one's kind of a gray area. Right, wait, There's hold on much. to There's it. Hold on much. to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fifty-six twenty-two Yukon Street, Nevada. We're gonna do more with Brandon Caps. We're gonna catch up with Dustin Evans from Rocker Spirits. That's next, right here on the Drinker Show. You'll share a little drink with us on this festive day. It's the Modern Drinker Show. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten free things. Hot dogs! Get your Billy's gourmet hot dogs! Hot dogs for grown ups and kids alike! Awesome homemade sausages! Get your Billy's gourmet hot dogs! Billy's gourmet hot dogs. 100% single sourced meat. Never any artificial flavors or coloring. And always hormone free. Experience the best dogs you'll ever eat. Just two blocks from Coors Field. A perfect place to sit on a sun filled outdoor patio and grab a beer and dog before a game. Billy's gourmet hot dogs.com. All right, we got Rocker Spirits on hold, but right now, Jeff Rourke, A-plus Beverage Solutions. I want to talk to Dustin Evan when we do get him on the line here about Jeff Rourke and A-plus Beverage Solutions, because with the Brucies in here, talking about how they're pouring their cocktails out of uh, lines that Jeff Rourke put together, I'm thinking, boy, Rocker, that'd be fun. That'd be really cool. But here's the deal. This is why people go to him and Jeff Rourke and A-plus Beverage Solutions is because he's been in the business for 20 years. He's a family man, family owned and operated. They fly him all over 
the country. Punchbowl Social seems to like them. That's why they trust them with all their accounts. Uh, Resolute Brewing, Brews, Beers, uh, it, the, the list goes on and on. He did five installs for James Pachork at Lost Highway Brewing. Uh, continues to do installs. He also does refrigeration. He will also do maintenance for you. A plus Bever solution. It says all in the na- in the name. You heard Marvin Williams from Abrushi say he found a solution for us for exactly what we need to have done, and that's what he does. He also gives you a report card. You want an A plus because you need an efficient draft system. If you don't have an efficient draft system, what happens, Jay? You're pouring your money right down the drain. Don't pour your money down the drain. Take that money that you're wasting and uh, get a, get a couple bucks together and get an efficient draft line because uh, a draft system that's efficient is not only going to put more bucks in your pocket, but you're going to look good without uh, pouring that foam uh, from behind the bar, and you look really, really dumb doing it. So get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A Plus Bever Solutions, 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke and A Plus Beverage Solutions. Hi, this is Jim Cook from Sam Adams. You are listening to The Modern Drinker on iHeartRadio. Cheers. Let's go drink some beer. 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 All right, back at it on The Modern Drinker Show. We're going to go straight to the VIP line where this guy's on here, and we really love him. Dustin, it's been so long. It's been so long since I found out. Uh, Blue Still talking to you right now. How are you, Dustin? I am just taken back, Mr. Blue Steel. How are we tonight? <laughs> Doing good, man. Jay Parker here. Well, we renamed him Noodles. He insisted on arm wrestling me not once but twice. Lost twice. So he's, his arms, he's now Noodles. Okay. D- Dustin, Jay here. A real talk, though. If you had to make a, a financial wager on Why do you say that who would have won, who would you have put your money on? Because I did lose. But let's just take that out. Me. <laughs> you. Hey, I'd put the money on you too, Dustin. For those of you that don't know him and you've just gotten to know him so much and uh, we really love this guy and what he does with Rocker Spirits in Littleton. His name's Dustin Evans and uh, so many great things are going on there. But we wanted to catch up with you for a couple of reasons. Here we are full swing in summertime. That truck that you brought down to Cherry Creek arts festival was such a hit i'm seeing it on social media everywhere it's out and about that's a good thing for you isn't it yeah it is it really uh it really identifies our personality our brand image you know that vintage americana look and feel so yeah it's a it's a great venue uh uh event trailer for us so it's just a showstopper. You you walk past. You want to get your photo taken with it, and also, uh, are, is there some new movement? I know we've been trying to do a, a small push. I mean, obviously, the emphasis is on uh, rocker uh, spirits in Littleton. Your uh, tasting room, but the model for distribution and getting your bottles into bars and restaurants and so on and so forth is picking up, isn't it? Yeah, I, you know, I think it's just that slow swell that a lot of businesses recognize is spending the time doing the legwork, doing the promotion out there, of getting your name out there, your brand out there. People are beginning to identify with it, recognize it, and follow us. And uh, we're very grateful, very thankful for all the support you guys give us and the people coming to Rocker Spirit. So we're we're very, very grateful and thankful for the growth that we've realized. So the community and and Littleton just uh, is blessed to have a great uh, distillery like you guys. But here's what I see, and we've Jay and I have had the uh, uh, we, we've had the opportunity to sit down with you while you talk about your spirits, whether it's your rum your barrel-aged rum, whether it's your uh, whiskey or whether it's your vodka. And you, you just, you're just you in love with your product, and that, that's the battle on anything in, uh, in life is really believing in what you have. Uh, it's, it's great to hear that. Kinda, can you condense one, maybe give our listeners a, a, a two-minute kind of, this is rocker spirits, this is what we stand for. Um, not gonna I think, do that. I think, Greg, you said it just earlier, and just one word is community. I think there's a big movement in our country uh, to try to be part of your community, buy local, shop local, 
um, do business local. And so for us, we're trying to build a local brand that has identity to Colorado, Littleton, with making a product that is a great product um, and the people behind it. The, the community can identify with myself, our distiller, Nick, and the people who supply us are good. So I think that community is our whole marketing platform that we want to make a genuine good product, support the people that are supporting us. And I, I think that's that, that's the new marketing scheme that you're seeing a lot of businesses try to emulate. Um, the big boys are starting to take notice to that, and they're trying to rebrand themselves as a smaller more intimate touch and feel of uh, community. So for me, that's our philosophy is do it right. Say what you do and do what you say. And um, so that's, that's what we're trying to do here at Rocket. Yeah. Moreover, and let me expand, expand upon that because uh, as our relationship has grown, I've really seen, uh, your your branding and your marketing. And I always say, not only are we blessed to be alive in this world, we're blessed to be in the United States of America. We're blessed yeah. to be in Colorado. We're blessed Amen. to be in Denver, Colorado. But it's it's something where we have all of these blessings and you get the source and you're here and you're doing your thing. But the Americana that comes through with your branding and your marketing that is so true to what it took to build this country, the strength of the people that got together and the hard work on their backs of that industrial age really shines through in your bottles in your marketing in your uh, tasting room and rocker spirits spirit in general would you agree man I, I you did that very well you explained it very concisely i mean it's just i am a product of a blue collar family coming up from very simple beginnings and hard work and stick to itness and integrity of your word, your honor. Anybody who um, says stick to itness is my guy <laughs> right there. I mean, that's, that's right. my guy. Stick to itness is exactly what we need more of. And Dustin, that's what I see from you, and that's what you can expect from Rocker Spirits. Anytime you're, if if you're looking to put something else on your shelf, if it's a a whiskey or a rum or what, you're gonna work with some quality people. And uh, I I just I, I everywhere I go, I rave about you guys you're just you are you are it we appreciate that we appreciate your confidence in us and in your endorsement to us so um we're in your debt all right now go do but something with do your life for that arm wrestling <laughs> no i'm hey listen if you knew where you were gonna die would you go there <laughs> no, no you wouldn't don't scare me brother <laughs> don't scare me i got fear i love it he's a friend he's a partner he's, he's everything and you need to go check out uh, rocker spears give out the address it's 5587 south hill street in littleton colorado like i say in our slogan rocker spirits forged with passion infused with american spirit come visit us oh you're not kidding either and with that partnership with uh sprezzatura pizza with that pizza oven that's a trillion degrees and it bakes in like 10 seconds i don't know what it what it is a thousand and sixty seconds <laughs> okay, to be exact well, but it's still pretty impressive. it is very impressive and just to sit uh, are you down there tonight I am. I'm down here. We've got a great group of people in here. You want to shove a couple it. pizzas in our mouth and do some rocker? Man, that that uh, sounds a little <laughs> obscene, but yeah, we'll do it. Come on down when you guys get done. All right, man. All right. We'll talk to you. There he is, Dustin Evans. Thanks, Dustin. All right. Pretty cool guy, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's cool that you kind of got to sit and, and listen. Passion in this business of what we do means everything, right? Yeah, absolutely. Without passion, uh, you just fall short on anything. You know, people uh, honestly can really see when it's there and when it's not. And, uh, you know, I, it's interesting because we're, you know, a lot of people think of us as kind of the, um, maybe the end point for uh, where our product comes from. But they kind of forget that we are the customer of a lot of vendors. I mean, we have the people, buy, we buy cans from the people, we buy grains and hops and, I mean, towels and all sorts of stuff because we have so many 
things that we spend money on. Trust me, I know. Um, <laughs> but uh, you can really, I mean, you can see straight through a really good sales guy. I mean, even a really genuinely nice person when the people above them just don't care. Um, and when it's all about bottom line and they're really not thinking about their customers, they're not thinking about the impact. And especially when you're dealing with wholesale and business facing companies, um, it's it's really hard. I mean, it, it comes out difficult in your day to day when the people at the top of the company don't care about the end user um, or even the, the middleman, if you want to argue that's who we are in the manufacturing process. Um, so, you know, passion and, and honestly... Um, just being genuine, uh, genuinely. It shines through. Caring it about shines through. Where it's going. Uh, voice of Brandon Caps, owner, founder, and head brewer. I'm going to just jump out. I don't even know if this is true or not, but at 25 years old, you've got to, if you're not the youngest owner brewer, uh, you got to be right there with whoever it is. That's my guess. It, it needs to be properly vetted, but it's uh, speculation. Who, whoever's the closest one, they should arm wrestle <laughs> for the title. Yeah, somebody you can probably I mean? help us out here. If you're younger than 25, and own a brewery just like yeah shoot, let us us a, know. shoot us a notification to the page so we can just settle this once and for all that's right Greg, before <laughs> or call 303-713-TALK yeah there you go 303-713-TALK before we go to break greg i just want to say that i loved what he said about when he was talking passion and all, and he says uh, listen he goes if the people above you don't have it, it that's going to trickle down into who, who you see and i love that because i've worked at a few places and had jobs over the years where it's like and and i'm guilty of it myself to where it's like listen if it doesn't if they're not telling me to do like uh, if somebody says well you should do it like this and i'm like listen uh, the top doesn't care because i've seen them not care for personally if they don't care why do i care so i love that he says it starts at the top and well one thing that's interesting in business and entrepreneurship and and i i tell you this about the show all the time lead with your passion lead with the people and lead with your product don't worry about the money the money comes when you do that you go first to get the money the rest falls apart and that's just a that's a little business uh, FYI for you if you're trying to uh, get out there and and put your passion on the line, which is a tough thing. Any time in life that I've ever had any type of success, I've had to believe in what I'm doing. And I think it's just a, a very uh, rudimentary thought process, but it works. All right, let's do this. We'll come back. You want to stick around? Yeah, absolutely. And we got more to cover. New Image Brewing Company. We have a big announcement. Yeah. Really? Yeah, you want to get in on it? I have a big announcement? No, you don't. Well, maybe. I don't know. What's the, what's the announcement? I don't know. No, we have a big announcement. Uh, it's a good one. And we are so excited. I'm so excited. Can you sing that? Come on, Brandon. And I just I can't hide it. I could probably hide it if I tried. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I don't even know the rest of the lyrics. No, there. no, no. But nobody, I'm nobody excited. Does. About to lose control, I'm, and I think I like yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, he always he sweeps up when he needs to. That's yeah. right. He, hey, listen, he's not the uh, possibly youngest <laughs> uh, brewer owner in the in the world for, for no nothing, reason. For nothing. I know? really like hearing Brandon Caps talk because. I identify with so much stuff, but at the same time, like you said, Jay, it's like, uh, you're not supposed to know this yet. Hey, I mean, you know, we meet a lot of people in this business, and it's just, I mean, nothing surprises me, but when I saw, when I went out there, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, this dude looks like he's young, and it's like, you know, but you never, you can't judge a book by its cover, then you start talking to him 10 seconds in, you're like, okay, makes sense. Yeah. You know, it makes sense. <laughs> oh, he I can, mean, before. He can run circles now, around you. Now, listen. I'll every, beat you down in arm wrestling. Right. He'll mentally, that's right. will I mean, make you feel real good at the end of hey, the day, noodles. All right, let's take a break. 737 <laughs> in the Mile Head City. It is the Modern Drinker Show on iHeartRadio. You'll share a little drink with us on this festive day. It's the Modern Drinker Show. Beer. Always tastes better and fresher when it comes right out of the tap. Now you don't have to go to a bar to get the same great taste with Man Can. The Man Can is a sturdy, stainless steel, one-gallon, keg-style craft beer growler. Man Can. It's like a mini craft brewery that travels with you. Camping, tailgating, up in the mountains, wherever. Perfect for get-togethers. You can keep eight pints of your favorite beer fresh in every Man Can. Here's how it works. Fill the Man Can at your favorite brewery or tap station. It keeps beer fresh and carbonated with an awesome pressurized CO2 tap system. The Man Can is virtually indestructible and gives you a perfect pour every time. It makes pouring craft beer easy, even from the fridge. The Man Can. 
a great gift for those who love fresh beer. Wherever you go, bring fresh beer. Get yours today online at mancan.beer. That's mancan.beer. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And have you ever had pizza from a thousand degree oven? Great pizza from Sprezzatura. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Remember the time when if you wanted to enjoy a classic Belgian-style beer, you'd better be visiting Europe? Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, head brewer of Brews Beers right here in Denver. It's with great honor that my partner Ryan Evans and I are able to share our passion for Belgian-inspired beers from our local microbrewery, Brews Beers. Located at the intersection of 67th and Pecos in the Midtown community, we invite you to Denver's only all-Belgian-style brewery and taproom to sample an array of classic Belgian-inspired beers. If you're a Colorado craft beer lover like myself, you're sure to appreciate our attention to providing only the best ingredients and care when we brew our Belgian beer recipes. With a food truck every night and open seven days a week, our spacious dog-friendly tap room and beer garden welcomes you, your friends, and family to sample from a large selection of award-winning small batch handcrafted artisan ales. Look us up online at brewsbeers.com. That's B-R-U-Z-B-E-E-R-S.com. And we'll see you at the brewery. Hello, this is Sam Caligioni from Dogfish Head Craft Brewery, and you are listening to The Modern Drinker on the iHeartRadio Network. And we are back to The Modern Drinker Show on iHeartRadio. Brandon Capps from Image Brewing is in studio with us, and uh, he's an interesting guy. He's a smart guy. He's a young guy. But uh, where's he from? Uh, Atlanta, I believe. Yep, Hotlanta, as it is no longer cool to say. Hotlanta, <laughs> yeah, sports guy. Uh, Braves, you know, not really. No um, football, not, not much of a sports guy. I cheered for Georgia Tech when I went okay. there. Um, That's my guy. Not much of a sports guy. Now let me ask you this: You know sports. You understand oh, yeah. what's happening. You I enjoy- mean, I can go to a football game and call the shots. And but. you enjoy? I mean, do you enjoy watching the I sports? Do. Um, I think the thing that. It's, I don't know. It's one of those things where sometimes I, I find it hard to grasp when people get so passionate. Oh, this is my guy. Right, this dude. is my guy um, right here. I mean, this is I, my guy. I don't mean to alienate anybody. Yeah. I, I can totally appreciate it, but like. Uh, my Denver Broncos. Yeah, wait, let's see. Where do you have any stake in your Denver Broncos? <laughs> yeah, they don't well, care about you. No, I mean, my, listen, mine's not a monetary thing. If I own something, that would be different. Mine just comes Breweries from. Breweries are kind of like that, though. You know, you know people wear the hats and the apparel. and Because, you know, it, it, I was I was actually just thinking this in my head because you know it I you, it's an entertainment industry really sports is but people get passionately involved sure. in it but the thing is you know so same with us we're an entertainment industry yep. but people get attached to who I am and like the str- the personal struggle that I have as a human being to start a new business and you know I have 20 employees that I take care of and and so many different things so they they want to be bought into not just what we're doing and the fact that like they can come to a restaurant and have a good time but that there's there's a personal aspect behind that and so I guess when I think about it more from that angle, I can understand where people are more emotionally involved in it. But that's probably been the aspect that I just never quite clicked with me. Hey, listen, you're an elitist. What does it matter? <laughs> I would not describe myself that way. <laughs> what, what, obviously being facetious, but uh, no, it's just that attitude of like, uh, I got other things to worry about. I, build, I have to pay this guy, this vendor, this, do this, and I don't have time to sit around and go, oh, I worship the Denver Broncos all day long. And, and uh, hey, listen, there was a time in my life when I was a kid, because being a Bronco fan was well, tough, being a kid, I would mourn. Different. For days, yeah, being a kid's after a lot. Put it this way: it's the entertain. At the end of the day, like Brandon said, it's entertainment, right? It, but it's like, when's the last time that I punched you in the face because you were telling me that Ghostbusters wasn't the best movie ever made? <laughs> yeah, right. That's the difference for me. Is it's those now? It's those people. I'm not saying don't root I for your like team. That and don't, and that's don't, like the best yeah, analogy you've ever. You know, had. I'm not saying don't go out to you know Image Brewing and and, and mm-hmm. watch the game and have fun and drink some beers. Like, yeah, man. I mean, listen, I'll go right there with you. But like I say, it's at the end of the day when you're gonna punch you know your wife yeah. or you're gonna 
going to hit your best friend because you're I'd love off. to see that at a Safeway, like somebody in a new <laughs> oh, image uh, brewery, and oh, they're like throw, squaring up and throwing some, down. Yeah. yeah, someone else is wearing a comrade, you know. Yeah, hat. yeah, yeah. They're like, all right, well, what do you, what, we're drawing the line here. You know, what's interesting about that is I would say that that's happening between uh, craft beer and independent beer versus oh, macro sure. at this point. There's a, there's sure. a visceral yeah. uh, kind of But listen, I, you know, those, those dirty players over there, the macros that are putting out that propaganda of just a, you know imaging uh anybody who likes to drink a actually well-crafted delicious beer that they've got to be some kind of prima donna or right. something like it's like you throw the first punch all right we'll go out and so you I know, yeah and it, i think that there's more so than the propaganda the thing that genuinely worries us as brewers um is that Macro is making moves at, you know, very successfully making moves to take control of the, um, the market price of craft beer and influence it because the thing is general market really pays the bills for everyone. It's it, as much as we love the eclectic craft drinker that really is super involved. You know, I, I don't have time. Like I know craft, but like other products that I consume, I don't have the time to vet where they come from all the time. I just, I don't have that kind of free time. And so, and most people don't. So if they seem something that looks like craft, um, which we have an industry term for that, that's crafty or, you know, which is kind of a clever saying, well, you know, but if, if they see something that looks like craft and they buy it because, you know, we, I, I buy something that's 50 cents less all the time. If it's a breakfast burrito and I need a frozen breakfast to eat tomorrow, um, it, we come by it instantly. But the problem that we're seeing is that, uh, larger brewing companies are starting to take a larger portion of the portfolio to the point where they can drive market price and slowly start to edge out the actual independent craft to the point where the options just don't exist anymore. And at that point, you know, it's it's up to them whether or not they keep the crafty beer at all or if it's just, you know, let's go back to the stuff that really made the margins in the first place. Because I've been on the engineering side of brewing craft beer at a brewery like Anheuser-Busch and it, trust me, it's, it's downtime, it's product loss and things they don't want to deal with. I mean, it's not, not to say, you know, I highly respect what I learned when working there, but when it comes to our two industries and the types of products we're making, the types of products they're really willing to make and the ones they want to make, uh, the long-term goal is not, you know, it's not a healthy mentality from their standpoint in terms of the options we currently have in craft. And I would advise the people that do care about those options, uh, to really try to take a conscious you know pay attention to this independent label pay attention to yeah i um, I agree with what you're saying but i also uh, have to throw this out there that uh don't pay attention to what your neighbor's doing because it's gonna it's going to water down your product because you're not thinking as clearly as you need to the imbevs they're they're gonna do their thing and they're left in the corner of in order to grow they're gonna have to do perceptual marketing yeah and perceiving that breckenridge is still craft is what they need to do you can't blame them for that's what they need to do but it's up to the craft brewers the micro brewers to be able to solidify what they do and be i mean this is such a convoluted conversation because you get the jim cooks of the world who brew so many barrels a year that the Brewers Association will actually hire the ceiling of what that will be so that he can use that coveted craft name with Sam Adams. And it it goes on and on and on. You know, and I think a a part of the conversation that's not being acknowledged as much uh, is that the nature of craft is changing because it is gaining real market share. I mean, it's, it's become a billion dollar industry and huge market share. Um, to I where it can't be ignored that, by the macro. Well, and, and you know, I think what's uh, what I would say about Jim Cook and, and Samuel Adams as a company is that their attitude is craft. I mean, they started early. They had a good business plan. They built a solid product, great QA. They've distributed well, um, and they've they've marketed to the right people to really maintain relevance, which is difficult. I mean, to be that large and still be a brewery that that brewers even want to seek out is is a pretty incredible feat. But what really makes them craft is the attitude. It doesn't matter how much money you make. I mean, you can be Sierra Nevada and and doing two hundred million a year in beer sales or whatever it is. I forget what the last time I read that spreadsheet it said about beer sales for the top top guys. But anyway, the, the, the point is that what makes them craft is that yeah, the, they still the, just what you, you know, said, Cook, the Carusos, the Caligonis, uh, they they all have a, a mindset 
on making good beer. Well, they support good. guys like me. Yeah, I mean, they absolutely they do, and, yeah. and we are inherently competing in the in the marketplace. You're at the a same smart time, guy, Brandon. Um, you are very smart. We're not edging each other out by deceptively no. um, manipulating things and and just manipulating the system, the middleman more so than the actual. Consumer. And that's why we've seen that camaraderie and uh, high tide raises all ships. And yeah. that's really what the craft community needs to focus on is banding together mm-hmm. and making sure that, uh, you know, you're not strong just as new image. Right. But you're strong with many, well, many. You know, and if, if you want to talk numbers, too, right now we represent 15 percent of the American beer market and it's 15 percent of the total beer sold. So there's still a hell of a lot. I mean, even if you're the biggest craft brewery. If you were occupying all 14%, you still pale in comparison to Anheuser-Busch's 51. Sure. I mean, that's that's the kind of margin they're operating on is half of the American beer that's, is theirs. Something. So, I mean, if you if you want to go so far as to say these guys are big and they're rich and like they can't any longer identify with what it's like to be me um, and that's why they're not craft, it's just not like, by the numbers, it's not even close. I still look at Coors and say what you want, but to me, being a Colorado guy, that was one of the original craft Colorado breweries. You know, and I would say that, again, their attitude shows that. I mean, Coors, yeah. has, Coors has not just taken other brands that, that really actually were craft and adopted them into their portfolio. Um, Coors has created their own. And Coors has created brands that are competing in craft. I mean, look at AC Golden. Like, brewers respect AC Golden, respect the hell out of AC Golden. Mm. They hey, have, man, you got a lot to learn. Knowledgeable people. <laughs> you, hey, the, this is the guy. You want a winning horse? There he is right there. You've got a great future ahead of you, a tenfold, millionfold. Uh, you're well on your way. Stick around. We're going to do something. Remember that announcement that we were going to make? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to push it off. Mm-hmm. It's called teaser. Was that, was that an accident? Uh, or did you do that? It was an accident. Was it a teaser? Was it? it was a teaser. <laughs> now it's a teaser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this guy. Yeah, yeah. Turn his mic off, man. <laughs> right. like, he's better he's, than us. Yeah, he's, he's he good. wants my job, too. He's like, hey, by the way, can we get noodles out of here? I'll take over for this guy. I, gotta, I have enough. I really like how he's embracing his new nickname. Noodles. Uh, I'll start putting Shrek all over your Noodles McGee. (laughs) Cars McGee. I don't have a car. Oh, I'm Uber. I'm I'm Uber. Yes, you are. I'm your Uber. You drive me around. That's right. A bit. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. It's the uh, final stretch right here. It's 7.51 as the uh, sun cascades across the setting Mile High City. I love this time of night when it's just twilight and everything's so settled down. Drops about 10 degrees and it's the middle of the summer. It just reminds me of sitting out back at Grandma's house drinking some Capri Suns. Or liquor, depending on your life stage. Yeah, it's like <laughs> all that. Did you see my face? Is, did you see my face when you were yeah. doing that whole thing, looking out the way? I just mm-hmm. had the stink face on. You like, did? did you just go to break? What all is right, that we're all going about? To break. It is the Drinker Show. This is Charlie Papazian. You can try, and I'll probably say yes. You're listening to the Modern Drinker on iHeartRadio. You're thirsty. You want a drink, a swig, something to quaff, imbibe. You want bogeys, beer, and wine. 400 craft beers. We're talking lagers, suds, brewskis, you name it, they got it. 170 whiskeys, hooch, moonshine, bourbon, scotch. It's enough for any gin joint. The guy who runs it? Kyle Moyer. He's a connoisseur. Guy really knows his stuff. You want wine? Kyle says there's plenty of great wine right here. Local, you know. Family owned. Make your taste buds come alive. Bogey's Beer and Wine. It's a shop, a store, an emporium, a flavor factory for distilled spirits. Right next to the Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria. Near I-25 and 38th on Fox Street. You like beer, whiskey, and wine? This is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Go to bogeysbeer.com. Now it's time for the Modern Drinkers Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. Brought to you by the Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria and Bogey's Beer and Wine. All we need is a a chair and a a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. Hi, there it is. Booze in the news. All the booze news you can use right here on iHeartRadio. And this is... The time of week where Mr. Kyle Moore from the Crafty Fox joins us, and he's uh, out doing something and something important. Well, I mean, it's got to be. I know what it is. I can tell you. If what you is know. it? He's out to see the Steve Martin concert. 
Banjo. That's not very important. Oh, oh he's that's a right. It's a banjo. That. It's yeah. a banjo thing. So he's got that connection. Yeah, that's right. You know. He I talked to him earlier, though, and he said, I have a good show. I love Greg. He was sorry to hear about the whole arm wrestling thing. He's, he's, I'm going to just drop it right now. The whole, you're back to Jay. I've had enough. Oh, that's it. I thought you wanted to. You fine. said it was forever. No, because now he, he turned me, it into this weird thing I, like I'm a freak. You or are. Shrek that's or right. Yeah. That's like, exactly yeah, that was his way of exactly, like. Oh, that's man. exactly right. It's like, hey, listen, can you move my car without the keys? Here's you the know? deal. It's like, yeah, Greg's your guy. Here, here's here's the reality. I lost. I lost. <laughs> now he won, man. He's strong. He really is strong. We are so excited, Jay. Yes, we are. So excited. Now, we've done events. We have. And and good ones. Dumpster great, dinner. Great events. <laughs> Benefiting. We don't waste. It's not funny, man. <laughs> this know. is actually... T- it's dumpster. not funny, but it's called dumpster dinner. Yeah, right? man. And this is where a we don't waste goes and recovers food from like Mile High State. Just stuff that would get thrown out. Yeah. And we had top Denver chefs take this food that would have gone to a landfill and made a gourmet. You're a foodie? Okay, yeah. We had a dumpster pretty, dinner. That's, that's pretty cool. They take back the laugh. Go backwards with Yeah, no. <laughs> that, that's the backwards laugh yeah, sound as best I can render it. Um, but that's a, a couple hundred people mm-hmm. event. Mm-hmm. Four, five, six hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a large event, and here's what it is. And this is so cool. New image is New here image. with us brewing. That's right. No better way to get people to participate. But with Kyle Moyer ourselves here at the modern eater and the modern drinker show myself greg holland back and jay parker kyle moyer and our friends over there that put on denver taco fest on 39th and fox streets the fox street compound mm-hmm. i'm vying for them to call it the craft crafty fox street compound mm-hmm. it's right behind the crafty fox big cool plot of land lots of art everything else we're having a beer fest and i know everybody's oh there's beer fest but no we are like in it and we are pristine about it and we want the best and we're getting back to the roots it's not crap it's micro it's micro brew fest and it's september 23rd and one of the things that was very important to Kyle Moyer, who sees beers come in with his 60 taps all the time, is IPA is paramount, mm-hmm. right? We're going to have an IPA competition. And he says, I'm going to give up a permanent handle at the Crafty Fox for one year for whichever brewer wins this IPA competition. And I said, hey, uh, say, put a tagline on there. Bring your IPA game, Right. Somebody I'm sure has used it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's our it's it's our deal. Micro brew brew fest. It's coming up on the 23rd of September. You'll hear more about it. It'll be yeah, very affordable. Yeah. But we're shooting for like 70 to 80 to they keep I mean, just which, multiplying. It started at 50, and then we had like yeah, three or four signed going. up before the conversation was. And over. so with food trucks and with uh, merchandise and unlimited pours and two sessions. Gonna be great. You're gonna hear more about it. Gotta thank you, Brandon. Uh, New image. Go check him out. Jay Parker. Been a pleasure. Thanks, TJ. We'll see you next week. The Modern Drinkers Booze in the News, brought to you by the Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria 